Hello and welcome to Secrets of Organ Playing Podcast. This is a show dedicated to helping you become a better organist. We're your hosts, Vidas Pinkavichus and Usham Motuzaita Pinkavichina. We have over 25 years of experience of playing the organ. And we've been teaching thousands of organists online from 89 countries since 2011. So now let's jump in and get started with the podcast for today. We hope you'll enjoy it. Hi guys, this is Vidas. And Osha. Let's start episode 696 of Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. Today we'd like to talk about what to do when you come to practice and there is a funeral in the church. Is it a familiar situation, Osha? Oh yes, it happened to us many times and the last time it happened actually a few days ago. Yeah, we had uh, our Undamaris uh, studio rehearsal planned, but before that we were going to record some organ music on our church organ. But uh, before entering the church we noticed widely opened doors, which means something's going on. Um, and uh, sure enough, in one of the chapels, there was a, a funeral being prepared. Yes, and nobody warned us about this, and we just found out it too late. What was your feeling? How were you feeling when you saw that your practice or rehearsal might be interrupted. I was frustrated, of course, very much. Did you think you could go to another place to practice or, or you thought there was some other solution? Well, I just wanted to cancel, actually, studio and go home. What about you? Well, I didn't... I didn't want to go home without any recording, so I had to do something about it. So we went upstairs, right? And then we discussed how how to get out of the situation without upsetting anyone. Because previously, in, in previous cases where the funeral was unannounced, um, and we were showing up for practices, there were mixed feelings. Sometimes relatives of the deceased would want organ music and sometimes not. Remember those days? Oh yes, of course. So what happened next, Osha? Well, we just went you know, downstairs to talk to the daughter of the deceased and Actually, she was pretty happy about the organ music and allowed us to practice and to record some things. We promised her that we won't be loud, but she said, oh, you can also play loud. Because my mother, the, the, the mother, it was her mother's funeral, her mother would have wanted that. Yes, she was actually famous poet. Yeah. In general, our church uh, sees many funerals of famous artists, um, musicians, academics. Yeah, members of the academic community. Uh, so it's a famous re- p- 
place for funerals, funeral masses in Lithuania in general. And I'm glad I talked to her and um, we went upstairs and yeah, started recording some quiet meditations. Yes, I used mainly flutes or strings. One principle, maybe for a solo voice. Right, so obviously organ music is really suitable for funerals. Appropriate organ music, let me specify, right? Uh, and um, you just have to be respectful of, of the situation and sometimes ask for permission, right? Because yes. in general, yeah. organ music associates with funerals with for a lot of people. Unfortunately, yes. For some people, even bass cantatas associate with funeral. But anyway, later our students came, and because we are preparing actually for Christmas recital, so we are playing sort of Christmas music. But the good thing that um, only only how to say politely. Only those students showed up who are not very virtuoso players so far. So we don't uh, play a very complex pieces of music right now. And actually it wor worked pretty well too. Of course we had to adjust registration and play it softly, but, but it worked well. So let's talk a few, a few more for a few moments what we played. Um, you recorded a few chorales by Otto Dienel, uh, forgotten German romantic composer, soft pieces that we selected and would, would be appropriate for this occasion. And then students came and I didn't have time to record. So then the students played, as you say, quiet music. Uh, what was it, you remember? Well, yes, we did the chorale by Johannes Brahms, Assistant Rostgesprungen. Assistant Rostgesprungen, and then... And then we did the piece uh, composed by you. Well, right, uh, meditation on, uh, on one of the hymns I wrote recently, also a quiet piece. And then... And then we worked on Cipolis Pastoral. Right. So these are, of course, not necessarily thematic material for, for funerals, but the mood is quiet and contemplative. Yes. And uh, even pastoral, if it's even playful, in general, uh, today, the student played really slowly and it was meditative pastoral, not playful at all. Yes, so it worked quite well. And see what you did afterwards. And I afterwards recorded two pieces, uh, two takes of improvisation on Nearer My God to Thee, which is obviously very suitable for funerals. And 
Phil Lienbauer's um, Cortege and Him. It was composed in memory of of Queen Elizabeth the second when when she passed away so it all went worked out well I think yes I think so too so in general uh, summarize our conversation yes yes you can give up and go home or you can uh, ask for permission from the relatives and uh, and practice not necessarily the same music that you were going to play, but uh, you know adjust to the situation and play something contemplative, something quiet like communion pieces. Yes, I'm glad it all worked out well. Yeah. Um, and most of the time, I think relatives would be happy if, if you play like this. Yes, I think so too. Would you like to add anything else today, Osha? Well, let's hope that in the future we won't have many funerals to to attend or to play. Well, that's the that's the issue with with this church. There are so so many unannounced events in, in this place that it's hard to plan something uh, regular, uh, ongoing or or um, important like like a festival because you never know what would happen with with uh, if uh, for example we are participating in an event it's okay we can be flexible but let's say this was not our rehearsal right but let's say a guest recitalist who would be performing a couple of days from now. Well, we had situation like this before, yes. so he or she could practice on a silent keyboard. That's that's the the best they can do, of course. But that's that's already a red sign, a red flag, obviously, if you want to organize a festival in this church. You can't plan anything if they create, uh, you know, such unannounced occasions of, of uh, interruptions for festivals. It's, 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 not, uh, it's not okay. For, for normal rehearsals practices, fine, you can adjust and no problem, but, but that's the problem with, with being, uh, with planning something big. Do you agree, Osha? Oh, yes, definitely. So the only reason I wasn't frustrated was because I was flexible and I could do something quiet today. So I hope, hope you can be flexible if this happens to you too. Okay, guys, this was with us. And Osha. Please uh, send us more of your questions. We love helping you grow. And remember, when you practice, miracles happen. This podcast is supported by Total Organist, the most comprehensive organ training program online. 
It has hundreds of courses, coaching and practice materials for every area of organ playing, thousands of instructional videos and PDFs. You will not find more value anywhere else online. Total Organist helps you to master any piece, perfect your technique, develop your sight reading skills, improvise or compose your own music and much much more. Sign up and begin your training today at organduo.lt and click on Total Organist. And of course you will get the first month for free too. You can cancel anytime. If you need one-on-one -on -one coaching, you can check out our page on Buy Me A Coffee platform. Find out more at buymeacoffee.com slash organduo.